1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly
2: Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Let's go places.
4: Welcome inside Slide Over Baby Hour, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm going to eat that ass up. Like, oh, boy. Tyshirt, you always get too excited for the beginning of the Sorry. Baby Hour. You always do. My goodness.
3: I've been waiting all night.
4: Uh, Right now, (laughs) two MLB games going. Well, the Yankees and the Indians started six hours ago. The Dodgers and the Brewers a little bit uh, uh, earlier than that. And uh, depending on how things go here in the ninth inning, the Dodgers could end before the Yankees. Dodgers lead the Brewers right now 4-2 to as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the eighth inning. Corey Seager gave the Dodgers a two-run lead with a big home run. Uh, Julio Urias coming in with three huge innings of relief coming uh, for Walker Bueller, who was pitching terrific, he had eight strikeouts through four innings, but Bueller had a blister on his right index finger. Urias comes in to strike out five and three innings. He was great. And now you're going to see the Dodgers try to close things out with Jansen in the, bottom of the, in the top of the ninth inning. Uh, at least it's going to be four to two as the Dodgers come to bat now in the bottom of the eighth. But the real drama happening right now in Cleveland, this game, you know, look, we Man. had game one of the NBA Finals, which we're going to get to in a second, but this game has just been bat bananas crazy. The Yankees get two runs in the top of the ninth inning to take the lead over the Indians 10-9. to 9. D.J. LeMahieu with a single to center field bring in the go-ahead run. And, you know, this is where you look at – a reason why I picked the Yankees to go to the World Series. Because I'm going to have to go from my Heat to my Yankees really quick. Yeah,
7: no, I'm you're running. making that that yeah. shift pretty fast there, I got, I, <laughs> I, got,
4: I got to make that run. Because, you know, I picked the Heat to go to the finals before the playoffs started. Yeah, but, but
7: yeah, that, I heard that. But, you know, the good times may be over for me with that pick. <laughs> <laughs> but are the good times really over for good? <laughs> you know,
4: I, I feel like, remember, remember the movie Can't Buy Me Love? With Patrick Dempsey and, and yeah, and, and sure. so he's a geek and he and he, and he pays this girl to be his girlfriend for a bunch of months to make him popular. And at the end, you know, his his scheme gets out and and nobody likes him anymore. And I remember at the end one of you know, he was sitting at school by himself and no one was talking to him, and one of his friends says, Man, I feel bad for him, and the other kid goes, Are you kidding, man? He ran the fast lane for five months with that popularity. Man, I would give anything to be him. That's kind of how I feel right now. Man, I rode the fast lane. Lane for the last month with the Miami <laughs> heat to the finals and if it comes if it comes to an end for me here it comes to an end for me here because clearly after tonight so far oh my goodness it looks like it's coming to an end uh, but before we get to that, look, you look at the Yankees tonight, and this is why I picked the Yankees to go to the World Series. My Yankees. And this is a killer because now my dad is telling me, "So you finally come around smart. Now you're rooting for yeah, the Yankees. No. I'm like, no. Dad, I picked the Yankees to go. Yeah, but you got to root for them. Okay, no, but I picked them to, Yes, yeah, so, so you're coming around to me. I'm like, oh my God, I want to just, I want to bang my head against the wall. But this is what people were sleeping on with the Yankees. When they were healthy, the first third of the season, it was the first, first 15, 20 games, the lineup bludgeoned everybody. Then they had injuries and they had a rough spot in the middle and they lost the AL East to The Tampa Bay Rays Then they got healthy at the end And they started bludgeoning teams again And this is why I always have been a good pitching Will beat good hitting kind of guy in my life Because that's generally how the playoffs go But even in a night where the Yankees bullpen stunk And the Yankees bullpen is lights out And it stunk tonight Even though you had a big rain delay And and ins and outs And teams only pitching a few in, You know Tanaka not
7: going as long Carrasco not going as long Yeah rain delay wreaking havoc on this game
4: Rain delay was tough but you figure the Yankee bullpen comes in okay well you know what Britain wasn't great and and Chapman wasn't great clearly but when the Yankees can hit like this it doesn't matter and you're not asking the Yankee team to hit for 162 games and then in cold weather in the playoffs go do it and extend through. You're asking the Yankees to say can you guys be hot for 30 games and then in really nice weather can you guys keep hitting and this Yankee lineup is just it's relentless and they hit all the way from the top to the bottom whether it's Urshela tonight with four RBIs with a grand slam. Gary Sanchez has a home run tonight and a huge sacrifice fly and these are the guys batting at the bottom of the order, okay, and and you get back to the top. It's Lemayhew and Judge and Hicks and Voit and Stanton. And where where is your time off? There is the Yankees can put three runs up in any inning, and there's no way we can go. Well, we're at the bottom of the order here. We get out of it this way. Save the top of the order for next inning. There's none of that. There is no rest with this lineup. It is relentless, and they bludgeon you. And here's a night where the Yankee bullpen was terrible, right? They didn't get what they needed out of their starting pitcher. They didn't get what they needed out of their bullpen, right? That's usually the recipe for a disaster for most teams. But it doesn't matter because nights like this, the Yankees can get 10 runs. And they can get big hits late. They can get big hits in the ninth inning. This lineup is amazing, and this can surely run roughshod throughout the playoffs when you're talking about the shorter series and the shorter season. This is why I picked the Yankees, and I'm seeing it tonight.
7: Well, you're getting that, that big inning uh, to close things out, right? and oh for for Aaron Judge, but everybody else, as you said, deeper in that lineup, starred and, and came up with big hits. And you just like saying the name DJ LeMayhew uh, as often as you can. And, you know, Ursula, because I know you, you've been watching The Little Mermaid uh, again and watching <laughs> Ursula. Uh, but, DJ, but, the but,
4: poor, unfortunate <laughs> souls in Cleveland falling yeah. victim to Ursula tonight.
7: Well, and that's it, right? What's my name? What's my name? Uh, and, and our guy Kenny Rod, I know, there in Cleveland has got to be losing his mind because he's still got to deal with the Browns. I mean, yeah, they're 2-1, and one, but, I mean, the laying, Uh Let's see him against real competition. But back to the task at hand. Uh, to your point, it's a lineup that even the lower – members the guys that you didn't want as starters are coming up with big hits Going, and see told you just trust me i got this uh the bullpen adjustments uh i know a lot of people were complaining in real time as we were watching the nba finals uh game one finish up that it's like, all right he should be fired if he blows this game Uh, calling for the manager's head. I love it Uh, in the first round here. But as of now, it it looks like you got Chapman's going to, in theory, finish this thing off here in short order. Uh, Velocity's good. Placement up and in the zone, and guys are going fishing. I like the high ones uh, out of a league of their own. Uh, And, yeah, I just wanted to pick against you is really what it came down to, (laughs) Smith. Uh, And (laughs) – the the Yankees you know popular pick for popular people and sometimes you want to go against the obvious and you try to outthink the room and and in this series whatever this game finishes uh if they finish it today or they've got to take that third game to do it uh they're they're just dangerous one one through nine and through the bench and the bullpen will be better given more opportunity Uh,
4: So, again, the Yankees are one out away from clinching this series, sending the Indians home. Uh, I think Rajay Davis is on deck. So if the Indians can get a guy on, uh, Rajay Davis will come up with a chance. That's the guy you want on because he steals. Well, yeah, well, you want him up against Chapman. You, you know, that's a guy you got to have. Uh, so, again, Yankees with the lead over the Indians. 10 9 will update this game for you, I'm sure, in a couple minutes when it does happen. Again, Dodgers and Milwaukee still in the bottom of the eighth. Boy, I tell you, Dodgers got to get going if they want to finish this game before the Yankees and the Indians. Yeah, I know, buddy. Uh, but the reason I, I, I'm sitting here saying, okay, I got to go from my heat, because, you know, I picked the heat <laughs> to, to go to the NBA Finals before the playoffs started. It's not over yet, buddy. There is not anything I liked to tonight about the heat where i can say okay game two they can do this now we we talked about messaging and what you need to do after this blowout loss and my goodness the lakers just thumped them top to bottom the miami heat had a good three minutes in the beginning of the second quarter hey look tyler hero started hitting some shots and so did jimmy butler and then that was it The Lakers took over from there and it was a game where the Heat never threatened. And now potentially they could be without Goran Dragic, uh, who has a uh, planter tear, but maybe he's not out for the whole series, according to Chris Haynes of Yahoo, friend of the show Chris Haynes. Um, He actually walked out of the locker room under his own power, so potentially he could play again in this series. But there is nothing, Mike. There is nothing I saw tonight where I can say, okay, the Heat can do this the next game against the Lakers. I mean, look, I picked the Heat because I I couldn't let him. I, I couldn't let them down. I mean, they were. I mean, they were, they, were, they brought me so far. Well, right. They like, were I your say, heat, man. I know. Well, they still are my heat because it's only one game. You know, in, in the series. But I mean, I, I couldn't just let him go and say, say, thanks. You got me here. I'm moving on. You well, know, you could have. I could have gotten
7: bad. gotten there and just said, you know what? Thanks. You got me to my destination. Yeah,
4: but I, I don't know. I, I even feel bad about that, but I still do it like in fantasy when when you stream a pitcher, and in like the fifth inning of his game, you drop him because you're going to pick somebody up for the next day no matter what, and he could pitch like a, a you know a, a, a five-hit shutout for you and give you like 40 points. Yeah, thanks, uh, uh, Wave. I need somebody well, else it's okay. for tomorrow.
7: <laughs> gonna... Well, you don't need him for the next four days. <laughs> so, I mean, there's,
4: there's no shame in that. But I, I don't see anything that I liked. From the heat, and it's not so much that it was a... Heat game in which they looked awful. It's the Lakers made the Heat look like a team that didn't deserve to be on the same floor with them. You know, in watching this game, it's kind of like when you see a team in the NCAA tournament and they are able to win a couple of games and pull a couple of big upsets. Right? Oh, they, they, they you know, they win the twelve-five game, then they win another game and point out they got the number one seed in the region, and then that game on Thursday night. Well, it's a thirty-six to twelve lead here midway through the first quarter, and you know the run comes to an end. That's kind of what the Lakers looked like tonight against the Heat. They looked like a team that is completely running at the top of of their efficiency with – how they they obviously the two man game with LeBron and AD is, has been there the entire time, but now the way that they're getting the production they need from the bench, whether it's Kuzma with eight rebounds, whether it's Rondo with seven and four, whether it's Caruso with ten and twenty two minutes off the bench, it it doesn't matter. The Lakers, it's it's like watching a machine. It's like they've been playing this entire playoff to get to this point, and they are absolutely peaking. And for so much of a, oh, this could be it for the Lakers. This could be. It. The Lakers have had pretty easy series, you know. The, oh, they were. Oh, we're gonna lose. They're gonna lose to Portland. Nah, nah. Portland only won one game. Oh, the Rockets are gonna do it, and my Rockets. Oh boy, they just were like, okay, the Rockets stink. Oh, the Nuggets are gonna give them, and then AD gives them gives them the dagger. So it's not like the Lakers have been on the ropes in any of these playoffs. Yes, there are individual games that were close where if they had gone one way, maybe the series goes the other way, but here in the NBA Finals, you got to give the Lakers credit for they did exactly what they needed to do against the Blazers. They, they did the same thing against the Rockets, did the same thing against the Nuggets. There were... Difficult times in all three of those series for the for the Blazers certainly was right after Game One for the Rockets it was early in the series too for the Nuggets it was going into you know it was, it was the AD game uh, where he hits the three but they made all those plays in all of those series and they closed out pretty well and and this is where they're at right now seeing these these two teams play yes the heat have been peaking but clearly the lakers are at that different level right now and they have continued to hit that and the heat just did not hit them hard enough tonight to knock them off their game this is as good a game as the lakers can play and i'd like to think the heat can make a bigger run and 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 make this a series but boy Watching tonight, I really don't know, Mike. This is – I I, I don't know that there's anything I saw tonight where I could say, all right, well,
7: well, we'll get back at him in game two. Nothing to hang your hat on because you you could still go to the big men, right? Dwight Howard finished with eight rebounds. He was fairly useless. Uh, And after six minutes, he sat down. And what happened? They were down 23-10. And then the run began, 19-3 to finish the first quarter. And then the the blitz was on uh, thereafter. So uh, I would imagine he plays better in game two. Even if some of the reserves, right, the bench mob (laughs) plays a little bit worse, he's going to play better. And – who the hell's guarding Anthony Davis? As much as I love Bam Adebayo, he's one man. So unless he's able to, um, you know, go multiplicity and get all Michael Keaton on me, it's going to be hard. Well, and it's he's gonna dinged difficult... up too, Bam Adebayo. I mean, look, Right, Rock he got a shoulder injury, right? dinged up, yeah. Yeah, so he's hurt. Jimmy Butler's got an inflated ankle. You got Dragic with the <laughs> plantar fascia issue, which may or may not be a terror. I'm curious if he's walking with no limp. Whether it's torn, if it wasn't all just uh, usual suspects kind of limp, I don't know. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, uh, you got a banged up squad, and you were nowhere competitive in this game. Turning it around quickly, uh, as LeBron and AD smell blood in the water. No, it's going to be a difficult proposition to even to even get one right now. I think you're you're asking based on tonight's performance.
4: <laughs>
7: Twitter at how about a fresca,
4: Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, We're going to go live to the bubble in a second, but just let me tell you how the Yankee game ended against the Indians, okay? Gary Sanchez doesn't catch strike three. Would have ended the game. Runner goes to first base, but... Austin Hedges strikes out to end it. Yankees beat the Indians 10-9. They sweep the series. The Yankees move on. My Yankees, Mike Carmen. my Yankees are now <laughs> in the next round of the baseball playoffs.
7: Cy Young, yeah, Cy Young pitcher and then a 16-for-16 16 16 closer. so there you go (laughs) Cleveland baseball yo uh coming up
4: next we head to the bubble in Orlando and get the absolute latest on the Lakers win over the Heat are we going to see Dragic and out of bio in game two what can the Heat do keep it right here we're breaking it all down for you next this is Fox Sports Radio
6: be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific
8: And even checkouts not until four, so
9: because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at slash with Amex. Terms apply.
4: Fox Sports Radio slide up. Jason Smith with Mike Carman live from the Geico Studios. Uh, potentially getting set to put a cap on the night in sports, the eighth MLB game nearly in the books. I say nearly because the Dodgers have a two-run lead over the Brewers. Kenley Jansen trying to close it out in the ninth inning. Brewers have a runner on first and two outs. We'll keep you posted on that uh, throughout the next few minutes here on the show. But one quick thing, Mike, on on baseball today before we get to uh, we get to the bubble and Dan Wakey, is mm-hmm. that this is a big. Time in baseball, these last few days, I I believe, is a seismic change in the game because you look at the excitement level today of eight MLB games. It was like the first or second day of the NCAA tournament in College Hoops where you have one game starting and you're watching it. And then another one starts midway through and then another one starts and you're trying to keep track of all the games. It was that kind of excitement. I don't know how we go back to the way it used to be. I don't know how we go back to here's 162 games into the three division winners, a couple of wild cards, with the excitement level of different teams clinching and and the NCAA tournament type feel here. The first couple of days of the playoffs, I mean, I, there's no choice. Baseball has to do this next year. We have to see seven or eight teams in the playoffs in each in each uh, a league or or baseball. You, you run the risk of people going, oh boy, I tell you, they really hit on something last year. But man, my team is out of it. Beginning of August, you know, we're not. The ratings are down. There's less relevance. And see, I, I think baseball has hit on something they kind of have to do next year. They kind of have to see this kind of playoff format.
7: Yeah, we'll see probably a fight over the three-game series. I'm sure the uh, top teams over the 162 would want uh, a little more love there. But otherwise, yeah, the excitement, whether I I equated it to a college football Saturday, right? Sun up to sun down, you started tailgating at 7 a.m., throw some bacon on, uh, have something to uh, tide you over from what – what you imbibed the night before (laughs) as you rolled in (laughs) to your your big weekend, and... It's all-day action. I mean, look at it. It's 1025 on the West Coast, and this game is still alive. So uh, you you have that, or your March Madness uh, scenario as well. Either way, just excitement pillar to post and games that have such meaning, such weight. Uh, Right now in Cleveland, they're going, hey, look what happened to us. Our ace blew up, and then our reliever blew up, and we walked 12 guys today. Not that the Yankees aren't good enough without giving them 12 walks. So uh, chaos ensues and that's and that's what you want you you want the excitement and that's what's been beautiful about watching the the chase to get into the playoffs and here we are now and you still get to hate watch the Astros so it's good for everybody more baseball coming up in a couple minutes but right now joining us
4: now on the hotline. A man who has a very special connection to everybody who officiated game one of the NBA finals tonight. L.A. Times NBA insider Dan Moikey. Uh, Dan, you want to explain what you played Twister with the three officials from the game tonight? What, what was well, it?
6: Well, let's start with this. First of all, guys, hold on. So, so, Jason, I just heard you talking about, you know, how will we go on? Like, I remember the first time I heard Roxette Joyride, and I thought I could never hear music again. All right. And then the That's look comes point. out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. What will I do? And then it turns out she's just a little bit dangerous, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like, what am I like? How will I ever hear again? I might as well just cut my ears off. And um, no, it turns out I was able to survive. Um, so I think we'll we'll figure it out at post baseball. So anyways, anyways, to, 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 to your original question. <laughs>
4: You're insane. <laughs> you are insane tonight. Okay. Anyways, to your
0: original It's question, late out about, there in Florida. It, yeah. it is.
4: It is uh, 126. Um,
0: to your this is not first rats.
4: stop of the night, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs>
6: <laughs> is uh,
4: So, okay, like, you know how in, like, ancient
6: Rome and ancient Greece, like, everything, like, you know, would happen at the town square, right? Like, people would post uh-huh. stuff up. If, uh-huh. So there's essentially at our hotel, there is a square area. Um, That has been commandeered by the refs to play pickleball, which is essentially, if you're not in a high school gym class, it is essentially table tennis, but without the table. It's a low net, um, like a smaller than a tennis racket-sized paddle, and essentially a wiffle ball. And you play doubles, and you run around, you sweat in the Florida sun and it's super fun it's really competitive um old people really like it but i think it's you know it's getting a hip new edge here in orlando and um <laughs> no like and the refs are obsessed and my room is right by the court and so i've struck up some pickleball conversations and um i've been able like all three refs that work me, actually plus the alternate we've all played pickleball together um and uh they're tremendous. I'll say this, guys, and I don't want to give it too much away because I might be right about it at some point. Watching two referees argue over calls on a pickleball court is just like chef's kiss green.
7: Let's go so and see funny. if there was a uh, an aggressive act, right? Uh. No, for real. Like, you'll see, you'll see
6: someone fire a paddle occasionally. Like, it is awesome. It is like you get such a great insight. Um, getting to know some of those guys here has been um, such a fun little thing because, like, that job is so strange. It mostly just sucks, um, and uh, like getting to watch, like, just like seeing their personalities on the court, like, kind of how they trickle out in real life and in competition and stuff like that is like, oh, it's it's just great. I love it.
4: So wait, is there, is there a, when these guys are playing pickleball, is there a, a, a yeah. video table they can go over and look at if they're arguing over a call, or or they just have to figure it out themselves?
6: Okay, so it's funny. No, there is no, but like the challenge jokes go over great. Right. So I was playing the other day with Monty McCutcheon, who you may remember is he's the head of referee officiating now. Um guy who wears like the crazy like zoot suits and stuff like that. Um he has an insane beard right now. And Monty McCutcheon hit one about eh, I don't know, conservatively eight feet long. Like it was nowhere near being in. At which point, um <laughs> at which point like somebody jokingly asked, like, was it in? And I was like, "Hey, Mani, you might want to save that challenge." And it got like a huge roar. It was great. Oh, there <laughs> you go. It's like you can always get a good. You can get a good air punch joke in. You can get a good, um, good, good official review. We're going to send this one to Secaucus. Oh, just the classics out of the pickleball court.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to follow up with that, Dan. Uh, so been, all right, I'll, been, I'll just. I've been, here, I've been here like forty days now. <laughs> Yeah, no, the countdown is out. He's got it scrawled on the wall like it's Shawshank. Uh, yep. Hey, Dan, uh, <laughs> do the do the Heat have uh, any chance in hell like that? Like when no, your, uh, I, I, uh, I I don't
6: I don't think so. Um, I mean, I think, look, right, these series you have to win four, right? Um, watching that happen in Miami, seeing Goran Dragic get hurt, seeing kind of everything else that happened, it's like how how can that team win four times? I just Something would have to drastically change, right? Like it's not they're just not there. Um, a lot would have had to have gone right. I think I tweeted that during game six of the Eastern Conference Finals, like a lot would have to go right for either of those teams to beat um the Lakers. And tonight a lot went wrong. <laughs> and they you know, and they lost by what was it, seventeen, I think, total, but I mean it was a twenty five point game. Um sure. really. You know, it it wasn't as close as the final score and I think uh you know Miami will make some adjustments. I think they're um, a tough enough team, a sound enough team to maybe get a game here, um, maybe even two. But like, I, I just don't see how they're going to win four times. This the recipe just doesn't seem to be there right now. Could be wrong. Hey, who knows? Like, this is bu- the bubble, right? Like crazy stuff happens there all the time. Um, it has been happening, uh, whether on the basketball court or on the pickleball square. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but no. But I mean, like, no. Like, really, like, right? Like, this would take some like really high level bubble magic for for the Heat to survive this. It's just it, they they didn't look like they were playing the same sport at times tonight, guys.
4: No, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, because I picked the Heat to get to the finals before the playoffs started. I don't know if you know that or not. I, I, I've, I've heard, heard it <laughs> once or twice. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, once yeah twice. I said mention <laughs> that. Just, make, I'm sure you do, buddy. So I, I know you know. But watching these teams play, it, it's like I'm watching the Heat, and it's not that they came in and they played and they weren't ready. It's that the Lakers, they're peaking right now and they mm-hmm. have figured everything out to the point where you're watching a team that doesn't that's saying everybody's asking the wrong question when they're saying who's our third guy going to be. We they they tried. They tried to make Kuzma the third guy. He's not, but Kuzma and Rondo and Caruso, they're all the third guy for a few minutes, and and it's one to another, and they all have figured out their roles, and they know this is who we are, and and they kind of did that before COVID hit, but we kind of blew it off because everything wow. changed. We're in the bubble now and everything yeah. else, but they had won a lot of games figuring out, okay, this is kind of who we are, and and they've gotten to that point where the Lakers kind of look like those great Laker and, and, and Celtics teams of the 80s, where you look and go, okay, you know, Look, look! Look at Caruso and Rondo, and then you, but it's guys like Scott Wedman and Jerry Seasting and Jamal Wilkes and all these guys who would have great moments in the playoffs and in games, and you go, this is kind of how the championship teams were built. You had the couple of stars, and you had all the role players who would well, who would have their yeah. time, and I kind of see that with the Lakers.
6: Yeah, so I think I, I do think we are asking the wrong questions when we say who's the third guy. I think a better question is is when your two guys are LeBron James and Anthony Davis, doesn't matter. Right, and, and that's something I, I remember, honestly, before the season, right? Like, that was one of the things we, we talked about was sort of, you know, when we looked at that roster and said, well, you know, is it really a fit? Like, you know, they missed on Kawhi, they waited too long in free agency, all that stuff. Remember, and I, I, I feel pretty vividly, I um, remember saying things like, if the Lakers make it very far this year, the primary reason will be is that none of, all of this matters because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And um those, those look, the role players have been great. um, they've undoubtedly though been lifted up by, you know, just the devastation of having you know two of the two of the five best players in the league this year on the on the court at all times um and it, that that's really, really hard to guard, um you know, and yeah, they they could use better shooters and, and yeah, you know. I mean, Rondo is inconsistent. He's been pretty good. in the He's been really good in the playoffs, but, like, that hasn't been all year. Um, but, look, you know, they've got guys that star in their roles. They've got guys that know what they're doing. And um, whether you say peaking at the right time, figuring it out, whatever, or I just honestly think, like, they've just gone to a different – they they can go to a different place because they have those two guys that anyone else can, right? Like, yeah. Jimmy Butler can have a great quarter, um, certainly a great half. He can take over. Um, you know, but if you look around the rest of the conference finals, Jamal Murray can get there a little bit, but it's like because he makes shots, right? Like LeBron and AD, like they just beat you up if you want, right? Like they can just, they can just be bigger and stronger. And, and oh, and by the way, they're also crazy skilled and, and it's just a combination that no one else has.
7: Yeah, Dan. As maybe yes, the, we're still asking the wrong question because it's really important to note a that Dwight Howard was ineffective and then sat down and they went on the run. So that sure. leaves the the door open, Dan, for who's the third guy of the big three? Because it's got to be three.
6: No, it doesn't. In this series <laughs> it certainly doesn't. Especially as as Miami moves to, you know, Kendrick Nunn and Kelly Olynyk. Like it might just be one. <laughs> like honestly, at this point, like I might just take one. Um, it's just, you know, you feel bad for the Heat. Um, such a great story, and and they've and, and I was, you know, I wrote it like there, you know, there there is historical precedent for a team like the Heat to kind of pull off this kind of an upset, and that was in two thousand and four with the Pistons, a team that was much more, you know, a closed fist than you know an open hand with five digits, right. And I think, you know, you this Heat team, um, as they were rolling through the East, was a closed fist. And you saw it a little bit early. Now, look, shot making covers up a lot of stuff, right? Like, the the, the Heat in that 23-10 to 10 run, I think, started 9 for 12. Okay? And that was always going to kind of come back a little bit. Um, but you, you just watched. You watched the Lakers just kind of start to exert their physical will on the game and at times it sort of looked like the varsity playing the J V, you know, um, just in, ter- in terms of size and, and, and physicality. And I think that to me is um that to me is like the difference, right? It's like in addition to the, obviously obvious the talent gap at the top, it's just like they're just so much bigger, they move really well and they're able to they're able to just kind of push people around and, and it's it's really hard to combat. Like I think Again, I think Miami's very well coached. I think they're very tough. I think they are not satisfied with where they're at in the bubble. I think they, they signed up to see this through all the way to the end, so they're going to play really hard. And, and they might make this difficult, more, certainly more difficult than Lakers than it was tonight, but the pathway, I just don't see it. I really just don't see it.
4: Dan, lastly, obviously, it's going to be a big deal for the health of the Heat and the two guys we're looking at. Bam Adebayo left tonight's game with a shoulder injury. Obviously, Jimmy buckets yeah. got hurt as well, but he came back to play in the second half. Goran Dragic with the with the torn uh, uh, planter, Hopefully, he can play at some point in, in the series. And the good news is that he was walking out under his own power. Uh, what have you heard? or seen you know from either of the either of these stories of either Adebayo and Dragic and what the Heat can expect from them in Game Two in a couple of days.
6: Sure. You know, not much that wasn't already said. You know, I think the Dragic thing is um, certainly seems like the more serious um, thing here. i has been dealing with that shoulder um, a little bit here over the past couple of weeks. We've seen him in post games all iced up and stuff like that. And he's always, uh, oh, it's just maintenance. But like nobody maintains just like that. You know, <laughs> like maybe if you just throw him, like 150 pitches, you would ice your shoulder like that. Um but I think, you know, the Dragas thing is sort of like, is this going to be something where he tries to come back and play in, say, game four, you know, six days? That that seems mm-hmm. like it would be the fastest. And, ugh, like, the track record for, for especially guards being able to kind of come back from something like that and, and move move easily seems like that. that it's just not going to happen. Look, I will say this for I me. Mean, you know, Dragas came off the bench most of the year. And Kendrick Nunn has been a disaster in the playoffs. And today in garbage time, um, he was pretty effective, and maybe got a little confidence back, and you know maybe that's a little extra scoring punch, uh, something that the Lakers didn't prepare for as much, and maybe they can they can ride that um, that wave a little bit. But look, guys, we're we're kind of grasping at straws at this point, right? I mean, we're talking about undrafted free agents. We're talking about Kelly O'Linick taking on maybe a bigger role. Um, you, you know, I, I think the Heat will make incredible adjustments. It's what the Heat it's what they do. But it's just like I said, it's just such a tough road for them. And then the injuries made it already It was already a tough road. The injuries made it even harder.
4: You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That is at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Uh, also under his new Burner Twitter account, Pickleball Champ. So you can get him there as well. Dan, <laughs> appreciate it, man. 40 days in the bubble. You probably got about five or six more. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs> See, See you, buddy. buddy. There goes Dan Wojcicki. <laughs> He's, He's got done. a game He's of like, pickleball to get yeah, you late great. night. Yeah, that's I got late-night pickleball. Hey, you know the last time I played...
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
8: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
4: From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers.
0: Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers' branded policies. Underwritten by farmers, trucker, fire insurance, exchanges, our affiliate.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Have the play of the night coming your way in a second. Plus, something you really got to start thinking about, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, after Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Play of the Night tonight is brought to you by Geico. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That is 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. Well, in a huge day for Major League Baseball, and NCAA day one of the tournament type day where we had eight games and one game was leading into the next and they were all close and it was a fantastic day the first walk off of the day is our play of the night
3: one and two on freddie freeman a base hit wins it pache elated third and the pitch on the way swung on driven out to center field to the braves
4: take game
3: one and freddie freeman breaks hearts in cincinnati and scores pache
4: and in 13 innings the braves take down the Reds one to nothing so there it is, Braves Radio Network on the call. I, I got to be honest, Mike, one thing coming from today, I didn't think I'd, I'd miss it, I'd wanted, but obviously there was no, the way the play, playoffs start, there's no you start extra innings with runner at second base. It goes back to the old way. And I got to admit, when I knew that was coming and I'm watching the Braves and the Reds go into the 10th inning, I go... Oh, man, I really – this game's going to go forever. Oh, my God, I really, I really wish they had the runner on second base. I, I, I kind of liked it. I didn't know how I'd feel, but now the playoffs are here, and I felt – I, I like the excitement and the drama of every inning having something at stake. You can get lulled into the into the sense of, well, here's teams just they're gonna go out one, two, three, they're gonna go out one, two, three. There's no hits going on and the game can go forever and, and pitchers are gonna be burned out. I, I kinda like the the drama and the excitement of here, we're starting everybody with a runner at second base and you really gotta come up with something to get out of an inning if you're gonna win a game. I really dig that. And I know the game's not gonna go forever. I think that's better for baseball. Oh, Mike's not there. Mike decided to end the show.
7: He's no, gone. no, no. I'm here. Oh, I, oh they, okay. I'm here. Okay. I sneezed. What happened, buddy? I sneezed, oh, okay. and then you paused. Um, oh, that's a long sneeze. That well, is- <laughs> you know, I was waiting on you. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, wait. I'm talking, and I don't hear myself. Look, the, the, the fact of the matter is that I, I, I like your, your experiment, and it, it's, it's grand. And now you've gotten used to something new. Right, You've changed the flavor of ice cream. Maybe you've added an extra hamburger to that drive-thru mm-hmm. order, whatever yeah, it is. And I know you're excited about that. But uh, let's keep it to the regular season. Here I want to see the chaos that comes with trying to manage a 14-inning game because then it, you have the ramifications of it going long and the bullpen. Look, if we're going to give up something on one end where we've got the three-game series, we got to get the other back to where you know the bullpen being taxed or the manager having to make a decision when his starter's struggling or something silly like starting a game after you'd already had a rain delay and then the rain actually shows up and you've got to do it again and things like that that mess up your rotation. I, I want to see that. I want to see that consternation. And that that's what it brings us. You you want the easy end, man. You want your, your sitcom 22 minutes. No. No, I want 13 <laughs> innings. I want pain. I want misery. I want oh, it dragging yeah. out to where the unlikely heroes have to be there for you.
4: Boy, I'm rubbing off on you, man, as a Mets fan. I want the pain. I want the misery. Oh, I miss the misery. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Now, the one thing that we look like we're on the cusp of right now is the NBA Finals being a fate accompli, and the Lakers look like they can win in four. Uh Bam Adebayo was hurt, Drogic is hurt, yeah. and the Heat were not even competitive. You know, because I picked the Heat to go to the Finals. I know. Before buddy. the, yeah, the playoffs started. But we're at a point now where if this is going to end in a championship for LeBron and Anthony Davis, we talk about great duos of all time in NBA history. They take their place at the top of this list. When you look talk about you. teams with, with two great players and everything else you're trying to figure out, because you look at a team like, okay, well, you got Steph and Clay Thompson. while well, they also had Draymond Green and, well... You know, they also then they brought in Kevin Durant, and so now you got Durant and Steph aren't really a duo because you had Clay. You know, you can say, All right, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. Well, you had Dennis Johnson, you had Robert Parrish. You have to go to the Shaq and Kobe's and the Jordan and Pippins and these teams that really were two players and other guys filling in, and one season, one championship. I mean, it, it didn't work that way uh, for any of these guys. And this is LeBron and AD, one season, one championship. Yeah, they take their place on that on that mantle with those other duos.
7: Look at you. Look at you. That's a hot take. That's a That's hot take because you just named, like, it's very hot. six or seven of the uh, 15 best players in the NBA as, as individuals. That's and now hot, you're man. going dynamic duo. Pretty soon you're going to tell me they're as good as Batman and Robin. I mean, what the uh, hell? Well, you know, what are you doing, man? We made it the entire show. The entire— And
4: that's that's why I am a great broadcaster right there. Uh, Mike's on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. I'm at How About a Fresca. I hope you enjoy tonight in sports. Tomorrow is Jets-Broncos. Ben Maller's next. This is Fox Sports Radio.
8: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.